welcome and thank you for joining us for episode 32 of the MWT podcast. Today you you will be joining Lisa, hello, Tiffany, hey hey, and myself as we sip on some mascot mule and talk about the lottery. Not just any lottery, but the birth order lottery. We're going to find out which lucky child you were, Otis, Moto, or the baby. But before we jump in the deep end, let's ease into this topic with a sip of Moscow Mule. All right. So tonight I decided to try a Moscow Mules because I've never had them before. Um, A couple weeks ago at work, everybody was talking about how delicious they are and kept talking about them like in the cute little gold cups. And I was like, mm, I'm gonna have to try those. And I'm gonna wait till one of our podcasts. So um, my lead actually gave me her brother-in-law's recipe because she says it's like the best. So you just get, um, I got the Stoli ginger beer, and then I just grabbed Amsterdam vodka because I'm not a big vodka person. So the guy at the grocery store helped me which one to get. And you do. Um, one part vodka to two parts of whatever ginger beer you pick, and then you squeeze um, lime in it to taste. I just cut our limes in half and squeeze a half of lime in each of our cups. Um, I will have to say I'm not a big vodka fan, but this will probably be one of my new drinks because this is amazing. What about I you, like ladies? It. I really, really like it. I've had a Moscow meal before. And I actually think this one is better. Mm-hmm. So I've had one in a bar, but I think this one is actually better than the one I had. So I think that I'll probably be making this. And I'm with Lisa. I'm not a big fan of vodka either. So fancy. Um, what about you, Danielle? I like it. Um, I've had Moscow Mule a few times, and I would have to agree with Tiffany. This one's probably better than the ones that I've had. That's good. Um, I know every time we go out with work, um, they like the first round that they order is always Moscow Mules because it's my boss's favorite. So I'm not new to it. It's not my first time, but I would have to say these ones are definitely better it's than good. the ones I've tasted at the bar. Um, on the box, it gives you like different things that you can make. And one of them is a blueberry mule. So that sounds really good. So I might actually try one of those next time because... I love blueberry flavored anything. Yeah, that does sound really good. I want one. <laughs> I'm going to go to Lisa's house when she makes one. If we come over for the Super Bowl, yeah. I'll bring blueberry meals. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, we're going to jump into the topic, and today we're going to talk about the birth order. So, we're going to talk about the older child syndrome, middle child syndrome, and of course the baby syndrome. Um, what are you guys are you guys the oldest middle or are you guys the baby of the family well with my mom and my real dad i'm the baby because there's just two of us with my dad and my stepmom i guess i'm kind of the middle because there's four of us and then with my mom and my stepdad i'm the baby so you're just the baby all the way around so raised wise in the family that you were majority raised in for, like, most of your growing up. Like, in the household? Yes. Baby. Okay. So, yeah. you were raised like the baby. The baby. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I am the middle child through and through, raised as a middle child. I'm child number three out of four. So. Nice. I am the oldest, I would say. Um, Danielle also has an identity crisis because she's... <laughs> I'm my mom's oldest child because my mom has two kids, and I'm my dad's middle child because my dad has three kids. So, um, in the household, my older sister didn't live with us, so I was considered the oldest, but, I mean, you know, as my dad's three kids, I was the middle. So, I think I would have, say, that I have, like, both the the oldest and the middle syndrome when it comes to certain things, so... Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit of both, and I always tell people, I'm like, well, I'm the oldest and the middle kid at the same time, so mm-hmm. it's a little weird. Um, I think a lot of people with blended families tend to have that identity crisis, Yeah, because I was just talking with my aunt on Facebook, on Messenger, and she was like, I'm not sure exactly where I fall, and hers was right. the same scenario, like, you know, with my mom and my dad... You know, I'm the baby, but then with 
who I consider my brothers and sisters because we were raised together. I'd be the middle. So I'm like, I, she's like, I'm really confused at this point. I don't know. I think nowadays you are a little confused because, I mean, my kids would be the same. Burrell would be the oldest out of my three kids. Mm-hmm. But out of Ashley's kids, she would be the middle. But so, for her, mm-hmm. even though she has older brothers... Most of her time is spent in a household where she is the oldest. Mm-hmm. She's treated right. as the oldest. Yeah. yeah, she sees them. She spends time with them. But in all honesty, Brielle is the oldest child, and you can tell. You could definitely tell. Uh, she's a lot. She's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a lot more mature. She's expected more of mm-hmm. than the other ones. So things like that. I mean, those are older for me. That's an older right. She kid definitely trait. goes in like. Steps in as motherly roles, and you can tell she's very, yeah. She likes to cook. She likes to be that older, I'm going to take care of my siblings role for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, even though you have the blended family, Mm -hmm. there's still a hierarchy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, Jordan is the baby of his family, but technically China is the baby out of everybody. mm -hmm. But in reality, Jordan exhibits... The, the baby traits, like yeah. the youngest child traits. They just do. They tend to be a lot more sheltered, a lot more spoiled. Um, they feel like everything is owed to them. The youngest child feels like they don't have any responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Well, Lisa, you're saying, yeah. That's why I was like, wait, well, not really with me. Because even with like my siblings, I've always kind of took on like the the motherly role, like I feel like I do. You were the more responsible and, one out of oh, everybody. Definitely the more responsible one out of everyone. But I'm just thinking of saying, because mm-hmm, for my children, like Jordan, he's our youngest and he's very like I can get everybody to do everything for me. I can this and I can get Which away is weird with because this. the boys are the youngest and they're twins. So mm-hmm. Jordan is actually like, he's only like one minute. Yeah, longer. I was gonna say one but in that sense, like, he's way different than Cameron. Like, I okay. think he just knows because he's that one minute younger that he's the youngest. <laughs> he just milks and that he can, one minute. Yes, he does. And he can get away with all the stuff. But then Rihanna, because, you know, Tyler's not with us all the time. She's very, she's definitely that oldest child. She steps in and she does things. She likes to do this. She likes to do that. Sometimes she forgets that she's not the boy's parents and that we're the boy's parents. Yeah. And um, she definitely, and then Cameron's just kind of the... Whatever goes with the flow, does his own thing, and and Tyler's kind of the same way. I just see him and camera are the same. Go with yeah, the and flow, I noticed that we whatever. didn't mention the whole only child, but I actually had a few people reply on Me Facebook too. that mentioned that they were the only child, and I kind of feel yeah that the only child is a weird conundrum mm-hmm. because they have all the traits. Yeah. Like, they're very independent, mm-hmm. but they're also very spoiled in that regard. So, I mean, all the only children, only child mm-hmm. people that I know, they all tend to be very independent, but at the same time, very spoiled. Yep. And he, Tyler really is with his dad. Like, he's not, like, a bratty spoiled, because, like, I think he... He still appreciates, like, he's not one of those only children who thinks that everybody deserves, owes them everything. Yeah. Like, but he's very independent. He really likes to, it used to be a lot worse than it is now. He likes, doesn't like to be messed with. He doesn't like, unless it was Jordan. Jordan can mess with him all day, every day, and he wouldn't care. But he, he doesn't. He didn't like to be messed with. He just kind of wanted to do his thing, leave him alone. He wasn't going to say he seems like the type that he's like, I'm so used to getting what Mm -hmm. I want. And when I mean spoiled, I mean like, yeah, I'm used to getting whatever I want. The Mm -hmm. uh, the focus is on me. I don't have to worry about splitting things with people, really. It's just me for the most part. So, like, when he came over and he was, like, texting you, like, oh, mom, I'm ready to go. Yeah. And, and I think that's like, a bad thing that he's got used to because he's not used to being around a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. So it gives him anxiety. Like okay. when he gets around other people, he gets very nervous. He gets anxiety. Like he builds it up even thinking about being around a bunch of kids or a bunch of adults. Like he just does not like it. Like sometimes even having make him go to the grocery store is kind of a big ordeal because at home he gets to stay home by himself. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have to do anything. Like, going out-wise, because they do, you know, he's 13. He stay home by himself. He plays with his 
one or two friends around the neighborhood and he's not used to being and doing things in big groups. So then when you do go somewhere, he like gets the worst anxiety ever. Mm-hmm. So I think like that too is a, a bad thing of being an only child. Because not you knowing know, how to the other three people. aren't like that. They love They're like, yeah, can we go? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and um, and then he just he really gets true anxiety about things. Yeah. So, so what are the syndromes according to your research, Dayo? Because I'm interested to see. Mm-hmm. I already know what they say about me. So I'm all about middle child. <laughs> I actually looked up three different articles and. Some of the stuff are the same and some are different. Um, basically, about the first, the middle, and um, the baby syndrome. And I was like interested to learn about this too because you you get this like when you're like, man, my older sister always got this, or my younger sister always get this. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's where I say my middle child syndrome, and we'll get into it as far as like my family and as in growing up because I wanted to see like. One was, is it different from when you're a child as when you're an adult? Or do you still have, like, those same feelings, you know? Or, (laughs) so I was, like, really interested in to, like, to actually look into this. So they say, um, I got this article from the Irish Times, and it was written by Mark Harold. He says, firstborns come into the world in an exclusive focus on their adoring parents. Nothing is left to chance, and they live in this exalted position until a sibling arrives. So they're all by themselves. They're the only child. All focuses on them. And then, of course, first-time parents are so overprotective of their child. When the second and third one comes, I'm a pro at this. Mm -hmm. Oh, they fall. I don't care. You know, as... (laughs) <laughs> Pick up that I mean, pacifier, stick it in your own mouth, and be like, here you go. Yes, but, I mean, even, like, for me, I mean, I, like, related to that because mm-hmm. Brielle would fall when I first had her, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. China falls, and I'm like, oh, she'll be okay. She'll yeah, get back she's up. Good. Like, she's, good. she's good. Everybody's I'm like, shake it off. Right? Oh, you're bleeding? Go get a Band-Aid. I'm like, okay. let me see. Not yeah, enough. Right. Get a tissue. You're let good. me kiss that owie, and then I'll get out of my face. So... <laughs> First, you know, when you're mm-hmm. when you're a firstborn child and um, you get all that attention. And then they say they become used to being the center of attention and can resent the arrival of a younger or young challenger who might knock them off their pedestal, which mm-hmm. is the second born child. What often happens is that if the younger sibling begins to gain supremacy over the older one in any given activity, the older sibling will give it up. So they don't compete at the same activity. And not unusual scenario would be where the oldest becomes more academic while the second child is more sporty. Which is true. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that with Brielle and Carmelo, too. And they're two years apart. And I remember I was teaching Brielle how to do her ABCs and numbers by, like, looking at them. And we were sitting down and I made flashcards for them. And Carmelo got it like this. And she mm-hmm. just was like, huh, I'm over this. <laughs> She kind of, like, got me. And it was so funny because he got it. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, he was like, I would hold up the flashcard and he would say whatever number it was, whatever letter it was. And she was kind of like, and just, you know. And she's a very smart girl, but Carmelo just has it all. Like, with anything that he does with math, he's awesome. With her, she has to, like, work at it, work at it, work at it. With Mm -hmm. him, it just comes so easy to him. So I think that, like, when she notices that, it it becomes that battle mm-hmm. between the two. And I think she kind of, I can tell she kind of takes it to heart because she's so set on good grades, being the best, and it comes so easy and natural to Carmelo. Whereas sports-wise, it comes so easy and natural to Brielle than it does to Carmelo. So I can kind of, you know. <laughs> That's kind of like yeah. the weird one, yeah. yeah. You, you think the girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she's, like, really good at it, so... Um, it says the firstborns identifies more with their parents, achieves higher academic grades, is more conservative, and is more likely to end up in a profession such as law, accounting, IT, or banking. The which one? The oldest one. That's not true mm. at all. My sister was a fucking rebel. She still is. <laughs> um, it says they are not as sociable as their younger counterparts. No, okay. It says, middle children live in a world full of resentment. They are jealous of the attention being lavished on the sibling ahead of them and resent their younger sibling being given privileges that they were denied. Which, I can agree with that. 
It's true. No, I can totally agree with true. that. I hate it being called resentment, but I guess it's true. <laughs> Tiffany's like, whatever. Yeah, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> As teenagers, they either choose to wallow in their resentment and can become delinquent, running with the pack, or decide to overcome their hand life as dealt with them and aim to outdo all other siblings. They may then become peacemakers. Yep. That's true. Um, middles are usually our entrepreneurs, retailers, advertisers, and fashion designers. Nope. The youngest children are known as the charming rebels. They crave the limelight, most likely referred to as the baby in the family. They are more talkative but laughs in the cuteness or helplessness to re- to, to readily. They are most likely to be spoiled yep. and are less subject to strict parental rules. Yes. The parents are probably too tired by the time they come along to enforce previously applied standards. Hence the perception of the young is not being taken too seriously. Youngest borns are car salesmen, clowns, China, <laughs> uh, actors, no. and yes, psychologists. We have to figure out our place in the world somehow. <laughs> I, I don't know if I agree with all of that. Like, I could definitely get from my stepdad, like, I just had to say, oh, you know, I could probably get more that way from with my mom but they were not more lenient especially my mom was not more lenient on me than she was my brother and he you know the older one he got away with every freaking thing like yes my aunts and uncles do. used to say and see my, I, in my family well this they is do. where i would say i'm the middle mm-hmm. child because i feel that my older sister got away with a lot mm-hmm. but like i said it's i think it's living in a different household you have mm-hmm. a totally different mom than I do. So your mom and my mom are two totally different. Like, they they raise, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, it's two different parenting types. So her mm-hmm. mom and my mom are different. So my mom yeah. would be like, no, not happening. You know, her mom may be a little bit more lenient. And my dad's mm-hmm. like, whatever makes you guys happy. <laughs> like, you know, like, no. that's just the type of person he is. Mm-hmm. As far as my sister comes along, she, I think because my parents... My mom was 27, I believe, when she had me, and I think my dad was, like, 34, 35, we were like, six and a half years apart, so if I did the math right. So, anyway, my parents were already older when they had me, and then seven years later to have my little sister, so by that time, they're too tired to sit and fight and go back and mm-hmm. forth. Like, she has, I feel, and, and I'll tell you the discussion that we had, like, three weeks ago. I feel that she has and still has everything handed to her on a silver platter. Now, I know we had a discussion. It was a couple weeks ago, and we were talking. It was we were watching the Kardashians, and Kim was having, um, no, she, you know, because Kim at the moment is living with her mom until her and Kanye's house get, like, rebuilt or something like that. And... She, her mom, her mom's boyfriend and a friend came over and they were like talking and laughing and joking. And she walks into the room, you know, doors are closed and everything. She's like, you guys need to be quiet because North is taking a nap. And Kim walks into the room. Yes. Oh. So I was like laughing. I was like, that's going to be Brittany, you know? And I was like, she's going to tell you guys to be quiet. Legend's taking a nap. Legend's sleeping. Mm -hmm. You know, and they were like looking at her, but they kind of hush hush. But her mom was like irritated about it. And I'm like, you know, that's Brittany. Like, if something doesn't go her way or she wants something, she's going to say it and it's going to get done. So then they tried to backlash on me and say that. I don't know if you guys watch Teen Mom. No. You know, I used to that on the day. So one of the girls on Team Mom, her dad is a dentist. Yes. And she's the only mm-hmm. child. Well, no. I think she has an older sister. She has an older sister. And her parents, both mom and dad, spoil her. Her dad gives her everything. Like, her dad was like, if you finish, you know, if you get your GED, I'll pay for your house. And he got her, like, a house with her friend and everything, paid for everything. Like, her dad just gives her the world. So then they were like, well, you, this is how dad is for you. And I'm like, Psh- if it's that easy, you know, let me be like, hey, can you pay, you know, my half of the rent? Because my sister's like, now my sister feels I get everything that I ask for. Mm-hmm. Which I don't feel that. I feel that for the most part, I work for everything that I have. I feel that if I go to my parents and say, hey, can I borrow some money or hey, I need this, that they'll do it. But I don't always have my hand stuck out. Mm-hmm. Whereas if she asks for something, more than likely, and I, there's a situation that, te- that happened like this before. If I ask for something, they'll probably be like, I don't have it. But if she turns around and asks for it, they'll give it to her. Here's what I'll say about this. I notice that the oldest kids are not as quick to ask for things from their parents. But 
oldest kids do get a lot of shit that they don't like think like oh no one else ever got the shit because i'm kid number one which means i get everything first so like my sister got a car nobody else got a fucking car my sister got a car my brother's the only boy, so in Asian culture, like, boys are most important. So my brother's a middle child with me. Mm-hmm. But because he's the only boy in an Asian-centric family, he gets treated like he's better than the females. Mm-hmm. So, like, people will bend over backwards because he's a boy. Then you got Amanda. She is the youngest. So, like, Amanda does has no hesitation about asking for shit. She'll, like, yeah, my can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? Whereas, like, my older sister, every once in a while, she'll ask for something, and my mom will give it to her. But my sister got a lot of things first that none of us were given. Like, we were not given a car. My sister got a car. You know, my your older sister or Amanda? My oldest sister. Oh, okay. Amanda, my mom co-signed for hers. My brother's mm-hmm. car, my mom co-signed for his. Me, middle child? No. I did my own shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I have a different view of it. But, Mm -hmm. like, older kids do get a lot of things. I don't think they realize that they do. They're just like, well, I'm the oldest. I should have gotten it. Blah, blah, blah. But if you look down the way, I mean, I don't know how yours is because your sister's the youngest. So she's kind of, you know, she gets that spoiled. But, like, when you live in one where you have steps down, you can see, like, they didn't buy us cars when we were in high school to drive around. Matter of fact, my mom didn't even want to take me to practice like Sterl taught me how to drive that's why I didn't get my license till I was 20 because my mom refused to take me driving so I mean there's different things you get to see Mm -hmm. so I think it's kind of like a dual thing Mm -hmm. with that one like yeah older kids tend not to ask for shit they don't, I might not ask for shit, but they they get everything right and they get it like my aunts and uncles would literally tell my mom he tell my brother Mike could literally murder someone and you'd be in this corner denying that he did it but you knew he flat out did it like <laughs> you let him have any and everything he's spoiled but then you're hard on Lisa for no reason whatsoever like I was I was the most well behaved child out of all of us I the only thing That's I the ever youngest did kid thing. wrong yep. but I, I was know, even yep. the best but no but thing. now that's like we listen to Tyson I'm the best kid yes. no 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 my sister always says that she's like I was the best behavior I was like no bitch no no well now my mom will say no. like Lisa did not get in trouble I went to school I didn't skip school I you know I floated through school but I, I graduated I graduated early I wasn't doing drugs behind my parents' back like my other siblings. I wasn't um I just didn't drinking. <laughs> no, no, no. I I didn't really drink behind their back. If I drank they knew about it. Like I wasn't do I wasn't going in their house stealing their alcohol to take to my friend's house and I wasn't doing drugs and stuff, so she'll say really the only thing Lisa did was get pregnant at 19 well yeah i was graduated already paid my own bills i did everything that's all i did wrong is what they tell everybody and i'm like but then i didn't really get away with any little shit anything i talked back and grounded for a month my brother can talk back cuss everything else he's grounded for a week that's how it was that's how it was for me and my sister Mm -hmm. like i was in high school still with the bedtime Mm -hmm. like my mom just told my sister even when i had a bedtime my Mm -hmm. mom would tell my sister as long as you better wake up with a smile on your face like that Mm -hmm. was her thing you can say up as late as you want to but you better wake up with a smile on your face so it Mm -hmm. was like from for like but i think as far as getting stuff Mm -hmm. um i would say that like we were so me and my older sister Mm -hmm. are two years apart me and my younger sister are seven years apart. So there was really no hand-me-downs from, you know, to go to her. It wasn't like, oh, you're going to use Danielle's old clothes. You know, you're going to take Danielle's this. Like, it wasn't like that. And my parents, is, and maybe this is my problem today with my own children, is, um, like, we got our own everything. We didn't really have to hand-me-down. We really didn't mm-hmm. have to share. But like I said, we were seven years apart. So, like, with my kids who are two years apart and then five years apart and the girls are seven years apart you know it's yeah. i mean still for them i think it's different because mellow and brielle are boy and girl and then brielle and china are so far stretched that i kind of just like here here and here you have your own with everything mm-hmm. but i would say for like where i become the middle child is because since my older sister didn't live with us like sh- i felt she got more 
And it was, she was the only was she the only child? She in was the only child yeah. with her mom. Mm-hmm. So she got everything from her mom and then she got whatever she wanted from my dad. Whereas I didn't get everything that I want. And then my younger sister, she got everything she wanted and more. But I'm sure if you ask your sister, she'll be like, I don't get everything that I want. Yeah, no, I'll ask her and she yeah. will tell you. She'll be like, no, I don't get everything that I want, you know, and I'm just looking at her like. I mean, that's just human nature. People mm-hmm. are always going to feel like they never got everything that they wanted. Like... I know people say that the middle child is, like, the resentful one. Like, oh, you did this and you did that. And I think that, yeah, you can go either way with it. You can become the middle child that's like, I'm so bitter, I hate everybody. Or you can just be like, eh, like, whatever. Y'all are fucked up individuals, too. (laughs) That's how it comes, like, when it comes with me, my brother, and then my little brother and sister. I'm like, like, I think my older brother has resentment towards everything. They have more like my dad and my stepmom and like when we were growing up and how my little brother and sister would get like the new Nintendo systems out. They'd get all this stuff and me and my brother would get like this little piece of shit ass gift. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of like, just like with everything, I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't really care. Who the hell cares? Like, if that's how you want to be, that's how you want to be. But I think my older brother has a lot of resentment still to this day from it. Mm-hmm. But, I'm like, but that's whatever. a totally different dynamic because, I mean, I have half-brother and sister, mm-hmm. and they're way younger. Like, one is, like, a year older than my son, mm-hmm. and then the other ones are younger. Mm-hmm. Like, one's six months younger than my son, and then the, like, little girl is, like, three. So she's mm-hmm. younger than my youngest. Mm-hmm. So I've never met her like my half sister i've met the two boys but the last time i really met them they were like three or four years old i mean i have my my own kids they probably so i mean i really don't have any interaction with them to have a feeling and i don't really feel resentment about him having a new family like i know that my siblings probably took it harder than me i really just don't even care to be quite honest Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm so old right now it just doesn't even matter to me so I don't look at them as even being it's bad to say like part of like what I would consider my brothers and sisters so I don't even take them into account because it's almost like having nieces and nephews Mm -hmm. versus you know brothers and sisters And, I mean, had they been raised and we had to help raise them and stuff like that, it would be probably a different scenario of my thinking. But the fact that we were never raised as a family, all of us together, it just doesn't affect me the way that it affects people who are actually raised in the same Mm -hmm. household. So, I guess, for you, I don't know, were you raised in the same household, really, as your younger siblings? No, we would... It was just go more over visit, there right? once every week and then every other week. Mm-hmm. Every other weekend we spent there. But and then holidays. We, you know, they rotated holidays or whatever. So yeah. we'd all open gifts together. And I don't really resent, like, obviously my brother or sister for that. And, and I don't know. I don't think my older brother does. But um, I feel like that was my dad and my stepmom's fault. But I'm just kind of like, whatever. If that's how you want to be, I will just make sure my kids never feel that way regardless yeah of the situation and that's you i don't even talk to my dad or my stepmom now so i really don't give a damn <laughs> but but like i really do feel like it affected my brother way more than it affected me and i think that those type of situations affect people mm-hmm. way different differently like mm-hmm. we all view the whole situation very mm-hmm. differently <laughs> even though we were raised together like mm-hmm. my brothers and sisters we were all raised together so it's weird. We have way different personalities, but... Yeah. Me and my sisters, I think I would be considered the eight ball or the outcast. Mm-hmm. Like, my older sister, my younger sister, they're more outgoing. Mm-hmm. They aren't scared to ask for what they want. They're just... If you had all three of us in there, you would think that I'm not their sister, and they were just, like, exactly alike. Mm-hmm. Rather than, you know, me being their sister, I'm always, like, I'm just so different from from them. That's so. how, like, I'm so different from my true, like, 100% blood brother that, like, people are always like, that that's your brother for real. 
Yeah, that's my brother. Like, we're complete opposite. Mm -hmm. I am truly more of, like, my cousin who kind of grew up like my brother because we were always really, really close. Like, we actually, people would ask us if we were twins growing up and he was older than me. And then um, I'm really more like my stepsister and my stepbrother than I am my true 100% blood brother. Like, we are the complete opposites of each other. (laughs) So... This other article that I had um, researched says it's just basically how birth affects personality. And it's, um, it was in the Health Post, mm-hmm. um, written by Dr. Gail Gross. Um, and it's just a scenario. It says, you're, cu- you're going on a family road trip with your adult siblings. Which one of these three scenarios sounds most like you? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for my voice going out, but I am sick at the moment. So um, I'll try to be as loud as possible. But the first scenario is, You've been planning it for weeks, secured their hotel rooms, made restaurant reservations, had the car's oil change, and have a um, tank full of gas, and you've mapped out the rest stops along the way. Mm-hmm. The second scenario is you've been rushing all morning trying to get things together, eventually throwing snacks and clothes um, into your bags at the last minute. If you're the one driving, you hope you can find a gas station and fill up your half-empty tank on the road. And then the third scenario is family trip. Sounds like fun. You're just along for the ride with no pre-planned um, contributions except um, your entertaining funny stories and jokes. You enjoy the snacks your older siblings have packed in the car and you realize you might need to buy a weather-appropriate coat when you arrive to your destination. So which one sounds more like you guys? Um, actually more towards number one. Like I'm Wait, what was number really one prepared. Again? I'm going to beat you, Lisa. <laughs> I'm usually the one that books... Like everything. Number one is basically you plan it, you book it, you Not make number sure. Three. I'm like, whatever, let's go. It is what it All is. Right. We do what we do. It says if number one sounds familiar, you're more you're you were likely the eldest child. If the second scenario describes you well, you're probably the middle child. And if you relate the most of the third scenario, then you're most likely the baby of the family. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm like, whatever, let's go. So I would have to say a little bit of one and two. Like I like to plan stuff out, but my plans never go as saying, planned. Danielle is like, Danielle has all these lofty plans. Like, she always has these, like, amazing plans. And then you're like, oh, so what did you get done? I didn't get shit done. I didn't have time. <laughs> right. I didn't budget my time well. I, I didn't did have this. money. I, yeah, it was like, she would be, yeah, that person running around at the last minute. With like, I did, yeah. 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 I'm be, like, you've been talking about this for like a, be a hint, couple months this now. This weekend for Carmel's. Exactly. I know. Saturday, we're going to be getting hangouts. Oh my God, I have so much stuff to do. And I freak out because I literally have everything planned, like See? from A to Z, with anything that I do. And one little thing goes wrong, and I literally freak out. I don't think Danielle's good at time management, just from knowing Danielle for years. Like, she mm-hmm. always is like, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And then I'm like, well, what time did you get up? Um, I just finally climbed out of bed at 11. <laughs> and I'm like, that's why your ass I doesn't have any fucking time. Until 11. But yes, I would say oh. that I have horrible time management. I'm like, are you at work? No. I hit the snooze about 10 times. I'm like, <laughs> what's your ass doing? Thing, so that's me. Snooze. <laughs> I do. I snooze it. But I, I, not snooze. I have my, I have my phone on no. snooze oh. until I walk out the door. And that's just so I can keep track of time. I usually I jump out I and I turn the alarm anymore. off and then I get moving. No, I snooze until I walk. Oh, well, I have it on my I phone, so I, I snooze until I walk out the door. See, now with my new phone, I can only, like with the iPhones, you could snooze as many times as you want. Yeah. With my new phone, I can only snooze three times. Yeah, it says, get so, up, fucker. I didn't really realize it the first time I snoozed. <laughs> she just chilled so in the bed. third time I was like, snooze. And then I woke up and I was like, oh shit, it didn't go back off. I'm like, what time is it? I'm like, I got 20 minutes to get ready for work. And I had to, like, jump. But I still hit snooze. I hit them three times. No. But now I know. I literally, <laughs> like, I've gotten better at my morning routines, though. But, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a big snoozer. But, like I said, even though I'm up and moving, I still snooze it. So, when I jump in the shower, I know how much time I have when yeah, I'm in the you shower. you were telling us about that. I, no. You know, so I, I hit snooze until I walk out the door so I can time myself instead of having to, like, walk around, find a class, see what so time I get so angry. Like, mm-hmm. I am not a... I am not a nice person in the morning, I tell you that. Mm. I used to didn't be. I'm pretty much. And the alarm going, me, me, me. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Right. Like, seriously, Ugh. I don't like anybody up when I get up, because I don't want any interaction with fucking My people. My snooze is a nice, pretty ringtone. <laughs> 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 but now, Calvin, he can, 
He can go to bed, get three hours of sleep, jump up the first time his alarm goes off and have no problem for the whole day. You know what my problem is? The reason I don't snooze, because I know if I snooze, like I've done it like once Mm -hmm. and then I didn't hear my alarm go back off. So then I oversleep because I just like fall back into this amazing Mm -hmm. sleep. So I'm like, fuck this shit. I just got to get up. Where you should put your phone across the room or whatever your alarm clock is yep. so you have to get out of bed. That's where mine is. Well, it's across the room. I still mine's haven't done it bed with me. I want to hit snooze. <laughs> <laughs> you know the bad part about me is is during the week I will snooze, snooze, snooze. If I have to work on a Saturday, I am up and out the door and at work at 7 a.m. Well, I didn't, and I don't I even didn't start work at seven a.m. during the week, and not even get there on time half the time. So I don't have a problem just, on Sundays getting up and going to work, but I think it's because the weekend is so much more mellow at work that I'm like, this is gonna be a piece of cake day, and I still get off another, and then I get off a day during the week when it's like nuts. So I'm like, I don't mind going to work on Sundays. Like some people think no. it's horrible. I absolutely do not mind going to work. I on a absolutely hate going to work on a Saturday. Even if I'm there for an hour, I feel like most of my Saturday's already gone and my weekend goes by faster. Like I like working on a Saturday yeah, if but nobody's there. But if you don't get off during the week so with me, you. I get irritated. No. If I have to come in on a Saturday, I, I don't get a week off. It's yeah, just basically I get it not everything got off. done. Yeah. Because we're not allowed to have overtime. So if we work on a Sunday we get a day off during the week. Yeah. So See and I'm very much yeah, if nobody's in the if no one's gonna be in the office on Saturday, I don't mind working on a Saturday because it's complete silence. I'm right. cool. But if someone else is there with me, like I'm like I don't wanna be here. And I hate getting up early in the morning, so my weekends, I get to sleep in. I don't have to set an alarm, so I hate working on the weekends if I don't have to. It's not my shit. No, I think I'm, even when I don't have to work on Saturdays, I don't really sleep in that long. I'm usually up Mm -hmm. by like 8 or 9 anyway, because I will call my mom and be like, hey, you want to go do this? And she's like, are you up? And she's like, I'm not out the bed yet. And I'm like, yeah, it's Saturday. Like, I have so much that I can get done, and I want to get things done early on Saturday. So, I don't know. I don't like getting up on Saturday. I just don't like working on Saturdays. I absolutely hate it. I'm like in the worst mood. On Saturdays, if I have to work, I try to. I try my hardest to be really nice to my drivers, but then I'm like, oh. I would want to work on a Saturday because we're busy on Saturdays. Because CT and MRI is open, and they like mush people in there all day just to get as many. That's because a lot of people possible. try to go. So on it the would weekend. be just yeah, like so a normal take off during work. It would exactly. be a normal like a normal work day, but it's only half a day. But still, no, thank you. Like I would prefer. Sundays, one tech, me, and one patient every 45 minutes. Easy peasy. <laughs> so, one thing that we didn't, or none of us are, is an only child. Even as in, if we were just moms or just dad's mm-hmm. kids. Um, but it says the only child is basically known as the lone wolf. If you're an only child, you grow up surrounded by adults and therefore are more verbal and often more mature. This allows for gains in intelligence that exceeds other birth order differences. Having spent so much time alone, you are resourceful, creative, and confident in your independence. If you're an only child, you actually have a lot in common with those who are firstborn as well as those who are the youngest in their families. Which Tiffany had said earlier, so I totally agree with that. Like, you're spoiled, but then you're, you know, you're really independent as well. So, and then I just thought this was cool. There was an article, and I only took part of the article, but if you guys, um, when we, if you guys check out the show notes, you guys can see the articles in there. Um, these are actually some really good articles if you're interested. Um, but I found an article that says, what being an oldest, middle, or youngest child says about you. It's by Ashley Macha. That's how you pronounce her name. And this was in, yeah, it was an article in Yahoo Health. And I just took part of the article and it basically says, um, if you're an older, if you're an oldest child, you are probably power driven, successful, competitive, motivated, strong, responsible, confident, intelligent, and rule keepers. Which I have to say, I try my hardest to follow the rules. I don't like being in trouble and I don't like being yelled at. So I think that's one of for me. No, them young, them youngest children, them baby child, they don't, you know. I don't like when somebody tells me I can't do that. I'm just going to be honest. 
Don't tell me I can't do something. That's so true. Do that shit and harder. Um, middle children are creative, social, excellent negotiators, empathetic, people pleaser, resourceful, and peacemakers. I'm not very empathetic, but I am pretty much a peacemaker. I'm the one that gets along with, like, my brothers and sisters out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, they may yeah, not necessarily me. like each other, but everybody gets along with me, so it kind of works out. I have that middle child in that, because that's kind of how I am. I get along with everybody. I don't like when people fight. Me and my sister, me and my younger sister go at it. Me and my older sister, I don't, I cannot recall a time that we literally, like, really argued, argued. Mm-hmm. I mean, even as kids, I don't remember us. I think me and her both were bossy Mm -hmm. as kids, but we still pretty much got along. But I would say we both had, like, the bossiness, so. And then it says the youngest children often want their way in life and seek to tailor things toward their wants, needs. Um, They're always questioning the system and asking why things need to be um, that way. Uh, this rebellious attitude also leads them to be more free-spirited, outgoing, and prone to taking more risk. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking at Lisa like, yep, that's Lisa. Oh, wait, right <laughs> I mean, <there." laughs> I don't feel like something needs to be that difficult. I'm like, why do we have to do it this way? Like, why can't we do it this way? Yeah. If you get the same outcome, why the hell can't I do it the way I like to do it? That's like my biggest thing with one of my coworkers. It's like, if it, she's the type that it's her way or no way. But I'm like, well, your way is way more difficult. It takes way too much time. Why can't you just do it this way? So, yeah, I'm very that way. <laughs> so, we can all tell that Lisa is definitely the baby. <laughs> yeah, in some ways. But I'm very, like, empathetic. I'm very, like, peacemaker. I like to get along with everybody. So my sister too. says I'm like a sociopath. She was like, you like, she's like, you have no empathy towards people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I do, but it's very limited. Like, and that's the bad thing because I'm very much results driven. Like you can only complain so much if you're not going to change shit. At that point, then I just yeah, start yeah. to like lose any sense of like, I don't really give a shit. Because all you're going to do is keep presenting the same problem, keep crying or whining or whatever about the same problem, but you're not changing anything to change the outcome. So at a certain extent, like people can sit there and listen and be like, well, you should feel empathy for them. I'm like, I did until like it became just Mm -hmm. a repetitive thing. And then I'm like, I can't keep being going through this emotional issue with you Mm -hmm. because I can't get that emotional about all this stuff. Like now I'm just annoyed that you're telling me this again. So my sister's like, you're totally not a chick because like if you were a chick, you would just listen and you would cry with them and like, let's drink wine. And I'm like, I'm all about drinking wine. If we can get drunk and shit, you can talk about what the fuck you I want I don't think to I cry with my and friends. And you just <laughs> tell them how it is because you're drunk. So no, I just care. won't say anything. I just be like, oh, wine is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm yeah. like, you have to tell me you don't want advice because I assume you want advice if you're telling me something. But I think like, people don't want advice. with people like in is different than being continually empathetic, like in situations where somebody continually does something over and over again. Yeah, but it's like someone who's who stays in a bad relationship, right? They don't really want to get out of that bad relationship. Mm-hmm. They just want to cry about it and they want to like vent to you. Yeah. And I that empathy side of me doesn't exist, so I don't realize that's what they want to do. So I'm like, oh, they're coming for advice. And then I'm like, then you're not taking my fucking advice. <laughs> and I'm like, so why the fuck do you keep telling me this problem? That's the older child problem. I, I listen to what I have no, to say. No, I don't give advice unless they ask. I listen. Well, see, and I but I don't. This. But see, I, where, I I, where my problem is, is people will come to me and they'll talk to me about situations and then... I automatically, like, oh, I was in a similar situation. And I feel bad sometimes because I'm like, I'm not doing it to take, Oh, like, to talk about yourself? Yeah. And, I, and, like, my whole thing is, like, I'm not doing it to take focus off of what you're doing. But I want you to know this is what I did and this is how yeah. I might have handled it. And I always do that. And then I sit back and be like, shoot, maybe I shouldn't have said something. But I'm like, I don't want people to think, like, I'm mm. taking the problem off of me. But I'm saying, I haven't been in your situation, but... This is a similar situation if I've never yeah. been in that situation and mm-hmm. this is how I might have handled it or, mm-hmm. you know, if I know someone who's been in another situation, this is might have been like another way, but I don't like to give advice a lot of times 
about certain stuff, or I don't even like to talk a lot. A lot of times I like to listen because, one, I had this friend, and he was a friend from high school, and he was, I didn't know he was, um, I forgot the name of it, but he had um, autism. And I didn't know he had autism. So he said it later as an adult, and he would message me every day, and he would talk about his problems. And I noticed, like, he just totally just removed me from his friends list off of Facebook. And I was like, okay. But I would always be like, hey, maybe, you know, you should pray. Or maybe you should try this. Or maybe this would be better. And I would always, like, give suggestions of, like, how to turn into a positive thing. And then it was like, he just finally, like, stopped talking to me. Or, like, if my mom or sister say something and I say something to them, then it's like, Danielle, you don't know how to be nice. Like, you say everything and it's really mean and it's really rude. See, and, and I'm like, I don't. the same thing. And like, I'm like, I, I don't, don't personally try. Don't advice because to them, that's giving them advice. If, right. If some friend was like, he treats me bad all the time and you're like, then leave his fucking ass. Well, I didn't really want advice. I just want you to listen. And I'm like, well, shit, you should have let off with, like, hey, Tibby. Shut your mouth. Don't say shit. Just listen to me fucking vent. If I okay. really if I really want mm-hmm. advice or if I really want to give advice, I'll be like, okay, do you want my opinion or do you want me to just like listen? But I mean sometimes like I try to say stuff in a nice way and people are like, Danielle, you're really rude. And I'm like, I don't like I'm bad because some people think, I sugarcoat stuff for like, and try to say it nicely and the other people I'm like, you know what? I'm like, very bluntly <laughs> honest. Like, I am honest. I will tell you what I'm thinking, and that's that. And I don't know if that's like a young, youngest child syndrome. I don't know what it is. Or what, but I am bluntly it? honest. I was going to say, it's open like that other can. one. I'll share it with you. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like she's like, I don't know. <laughs> Danielle's watching me empty cans mm-hmm. of ginger beer into my cup, but they're like they have partial cans. Left. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know if if it's a youngest child, middle child syndrome or what, but I am bluntly honest. If you, and I don't feel like don't sugarcoat something to make somebody feel better. Like, But that's what people want. Yeah, it is what people People want. People do not want. And they tell me I'm rude. No, no, I'm not rude. You just don't want to hear what I got to say because you want me to say, I am so, so sorry. No, that's not how it's going to happen. Well, I always start off with, I'm sorry to hear that, but then I'll say something else. (laughs) I don't know. I just know that people say that I'm rude when I'm seriously not trying to be rude. Right. Or I don't, like, sometimes I get to the stage where something will be funny to me because if it was me, it might have been funny, but they might not take it funny. So I kind of, like, start off with a giggle and then Mm -hmm. have to realize, okay, the situation is serious to them. Mm-hmm. You know what? Danielle does laugh at inappropriate times. When I got yelled at work for that. giggles, and then you're like, okay. You're like, awkward moment. Well, okay, a lot of the times I giggle. Okay, there's two times that I know for sure that I do giggle. I giggle when I don't know what to say or I didn't hear you, and I don't want to ask you like three or four times to repeat it. Because a lot of times I can't hear. Oh. So then I'll repeat. I'll oh, be like, you need, can you repeat? You need, you need, no. There's a there's then, a third time the day y'all giggles when she's thinking something inappropriate and she doesn't want to say it. She'll giggle too. I'm like, but me then and I Tiffany, giggle. We'll blurt it out. We don't I'll, care. Yeah. I'll giggle when I'm really mad and I just want to go off. But to keep me from going off, then I'll just like, and my dad does it too. And it makes me mad when my dad does it, but I do it. But all. you do it. <laughs> I do it all the time too. So I'm like, mm-hmm. so I'm just like. <laughs> And people are like, why are you laughing? Like, oh, you sorry. Just know what's going through my head right now. Like, if this was an appropriate time to just go off. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. So good. Mm-hmm. Yum. Delish. <laughs> I'm still on my first cup, and these ladies are on their second already. Danielle still. I'm on sure her none of our listeners, dip. none of yeah. our listeners, are surprised in any way, shape, or form. No, if you've been listening, you will not be yeah. surprised at this point. Hey, mm-hmm. I've taken more than two sips. That's true. Oh, I could barely tell. True. Her Such cup is eater, like Tiffany. more Such than half full. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. Did you guys get any, um, want to share any of your Facebook responses? Yep. I didn't really get any. I got quite a few. I'm um, so busy at work today. I couldn't even. Go ahead, Tiffany. I share think. Yours. Quite a few of mine were the youngest, and they all agreed that they were pretty, pretty spoiled. 
Um, the firstborn, they definitely felt like they took on the mother role. So a lot of them mm-hmm. said that they felt like they were the ones taking care of their siblings. Mm-hmm. And they still do. I do see a couple middle kids and yeah, some of them mentioned the whole concept of they felt like they were the glue mm-hmm. or that they felt like they did more or they got less than the mm-hmm. older and the younger. They felt like the youngest kid had more opportunities and the youngest kid had more opportunities. And then I had an only child and he said, don't like people grabbing my food without asking. I am a middle child and I don't like that shit either, but that's because I love my food dearly. Um, he said, I'm too loyal and a protector of my friends and I can be comfortable with myself in which I don't have to be around friends so much. Also, it made me not dependent on anyone, which can be a good or a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So I would agree. The only child tends to be, you know, they can do things on their own because they're used to doing things on their own. But I also kind of feel like they don't know how to work the, in a group. No. As well as those who mm-hmm. have been raised with siblings that they're close to. Yeah. I got two responses. One was an only child one and one um, came from a pretty decent sized family. Uh, the first one's from my friend Nate. She said, I was raised an only child, but I have two brothers by my dad. One thing that I regret is I wasn't raised with my brothers, and even now that I live here, I don't see them too often. And here is, she lives in Illinois, and I think they mm-hmm. still live in, like, Arizona. Um, Wait, so she was raised just by herself then, even though she, she lived with her mom. So it's her, her, though. Yeah, and then, so it's basically, like, how my sister is, and then my dad had yeah. two other kids, mm-hmm. so it was basically, like, mm-hmm. the same thing. Um, she says, we are adults now and have our own lives. Uh, by me being an only child, I have always only known to be by myself and I'm, and I'm kind of spoiled, but to be honest, I would have given anything to be around my brothers growing up, which is surprising. I don't know. Cause sometimes I'm like, man, I wish I was the only child. That's because you were raised with I would tell my, I would tell my sister and my parents now, like, man, I wish I was the only child. My brothers and sisters say that all the time. But I do, I actually do, like, I think now that I'm older, I get along with my sister better. Or at least I should say now that she's a mom, I get along with my sister better. Um, and like I said, I've always pretty much got along with my older sister. So, um, my older sister's uncle had said that he's the baby, um, I asked, I asked a question, says, do you feel that being the older, middle, or younger child has given you a complex why and how? And he just said, yes, a big one. And then um, I was like, has your relationship with your siblings changed from childhood to adulthood? And he said, yeah. Didn't really give an explanation on anything, but basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do you guys feel like your thoughts as growing up as a child has changed from when you were a child to now being an adult? No. No. It's still it's still the same dynamic. Mm-hmm. I don't think the dynamic has changed. I mean, we're adults, so you figure in a way we matured. But honestly, the way that their personalities and all our personalities were growing up is the same way that no. we are now. I, I think we are too. Because so. it's... I still have that I don't give a fuck attitude and my brother is still like... Blames everything on everything. and Now, is your brother very driven? Because I know they keep mentioning the oldest child is very driven. Do you feel like he's, like, that type A driven no. personality? Like, and I that's think not I'm my... more driven in things than he is. And that's how I kind of feel with my older sister. He does. <clears throat> my older sister is not this, like, type A personality at all. My sister is... My oldest sister is very rebellious. I mean, she's definitely independent, um, she'll definitely make her own way in the world for sure. And that's one mm-hmm. thing that I really respect about her is that she's going to survive no matter what. Mm-hmm. But she is not this, like, straight-laced, I'm-taking-care-of-everybody type of personality no, that you would not. figure you would get with this oldest child she's very much the rebel type like she's kind of out there she does weird shit you know whatever that's her personality but i wouldn't classify her in any format with 
that other than the independence. Like, she's very independent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but other than that, the way we grew up, like, she's always been weird, but she's always been really independent. She always did her own thing, had her own set of friends, believed in her own way. Same way she is now, is the way she was as a younger kid. <laughs> My brother, same personality as a kid, same personality as an adult. Same thing with Amanda. Same personality. Amanda's very independent. I mean, honestly, my brother and my sisters are very independent people. I'm probably the most dependent person, Mm -hmm. but only to an extent. Like, I'm dependent to the point until you try to, like, hold it over my head, and then I get that fuck you attitude. Like, fuck you, I can do this shit myself, Mm -hmm. you know, type of thing, but... I'm probably the most dependent person as far as, like, I'm comfortable having a support system. Mm-hmm. Like, I was very, always very independent. Like, when me and Calvin first started dating and then first, like, really got engaged and stuff, it was really hard for me to let him do anything. I'm like, no, I can do that myself. I can do this myself. I can do this myself. Like, it was me and Tyler for so long. I lived by myself. I did even, like... It, at the age of 15, I went and I got to work for a minute because I wanted to work. I didn't want my parents to buy me anything. I wanted to buy my own stuff. I wanted to do everything I could on my own. So it was really, really difficult. So then when we got together, he would get like, Lisa, you have to let me help you. What do you think that my role as a husband, like, you have to let, no, I got it. Do you want me to get that for you? No. Do you want me to do this? No. No, quit trying. I am not sick. I'm not ill. I can do things on my own. Like, just leave it. And even at this point, like, I'm like, we have to live with my parents, but it, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I hate having to depend on somebody else because I am so independent. I want to have my own place. I want to do everything myself, and I don't want to live with anybody. Like, I think my mom thinks I'm joking when I say we move out. I probably won't see you for three months because I'm not going to want to see anybody. That's how <laughs> I that's was, just how I <clears throat> When I left my like, I house, I was it. like, and I still don't visit as often. And, like, they'll say stuff and I'm just like, I talk to you guys. I FaceTime mm-hmm. you guys every day. Like, I'll text you to see how you're doing every right. day. But, yeah. Like, for me, I like to be independent, but I also like that like, if my dad was to be like, hey, I'm going to pay for this, I'm going to be like, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, no, it's okay. See, I don't even think I, I would it. say okay. Like, I because would, I'm just, I don't like anybody. I would just be like, I would be like, okay, and then I'll be like, okay, this helps me out a lot. Like, I'm going to take this, and I'm going to, you know, like, run with mm-hmm. it. But I'm not the type to, like, my parents know, if I come to you and ask you for something, then I really, really, like, need it. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm ask for much like the only thing that i can say that i do ask for and that they can literally say okay this is what danielle really asked for is to babysit and it's still not even that often like other than that like if i say hey like i need something then it's like i really really Mm -hmm. need it like or i'm not gonna come and i'm not gonna ask you Mm -hmm. i'm gonna find a way to do it myself first and then you're like my last you know resort Mm -hmm. to come to um whereas like my younger sister like, her first resort would be, hey, can you do this for me? You know what I'm saying? So that's, like, where the difference. My older sister, I'm not so sure because she doesn't live in the state anymore with us. Um, So I don't know, like, how she is, right. like, now. So I, I, don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies. Well, we're almost out of Moscow Mules. You know, Lisa likes to skip over the formalities that well, we have to do. Wanted, like, okay, every... now we can go. Okay. I, was, I was thinking, like, what can we rhyme She's like, with what that? can we rhyme with Moscow Mule? Actually, well, while we yeah. do that, you can think of what's yeah, going to rhyme with Mule. Yeah, you rhyme with Okay. We'll have Danielle give us the formalities. So, you guys can follow us on all of our social media sites. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, Periscope at the MWT podcast. You can email us at the MWT podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can text or leave us a voicemail at. You guys remember the telephone number? Because I forgot it. Can't remember it. Go tip. 
684-8814. So happy one of us remembers it. I always forget. I remember, like, the last one, but I can't think right now, guys. I'm still trying to, like, get through this. You can Snapchat butt pics and ad pics to uh, Lisa. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she wants at, to give her handle. At Instagram, the Instagram, right? That's what you're talking about? No, we're no she said Snapchat. We're Snapchat I don't handle. have Snapchat. No. no. I thought you did Just have your Snapchat. personal one. Oh, my personal one? I'm sorry. I'm trying to find a word you write with you. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Cut her off. Um, What is my... Oh, it's man underscore you love Lisa. There you go. Just or you the can letter send it you, to right? Tiffany. Or you can send it to me. No, Eddie K, you're Y-O-U. BFF Tiff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like butts. Nice butts. You can um, follow our show on um, 1515av.com backslash MWT. Uh, we're also on, what is it, Stitcher and iTunes. Um, if you go to the www.1515av.com site, um, if you guys are Amazon shoppers, go to the 1515av website, go to the Amazon link. It's no cost to you, same way that you normally do your shopping. It just helps us out a little bit. Um, check out the other podcasts on the website. We won't name them all, but you can check them out. Mm -hmm. Definitely not as good as ours. Don't worry about it. Yes, never. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully Lisa found a writing word. So (laughs) we're basically out of our drinks. We're out of time. So we'll see you guys next time. Bye. See ya. Peace.